Hello, this is Reading with Finest. I am Finest. I'm reading American Indian Myths and Legends to you today. The story from that book that I'm going to read to you is Doing a Trick with Eyeballs. This is a Northern Cheyenne story. Follow me at Everything's Just Fine on Instagram to see illustrations of mine. Hey, 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 try to read every day. If not, no sweat off my brow, nor should it be yours, because I got you. I'll read for you. Um, anything? Yeah, you know what? I'm feeling the flow. This is like the eighth day in a row that I am uh, reading, reading with finest. It, it feels good. It feels like I'm getting used to it, you know? I like it. I'm here for it. Um, so to anybody that's trying to get their get the ball rolling for you, Maybe it's that like weekend is when you start like feeling like ah, I'm maybe in the swing of things. Maybe it takes longer than that. I don't know. Uh, also, I'm thinking about these stories I've been reading and they've been so weird that I'm trying to think of the title and what's going to happen. I'm assuming I'm just going to make my guess before I even start reading that doing a trick with eyeballs, eyeballs going to have something to do with testicles. That's my guess. All right. Um, I say we get started. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Viho is like some tourists who come into an Indian village not knowing how to behave or what to do, trying to impress everybody. One day, Viho met a medicine man with great powers. This man taught to amuse Viho and himself with a little trick. Eyeballs, she shouted. I command you to fly out of my head and hang on that tree over there. And once his eyeballs shout out, a shot out of his head and in a flash were hanging from a tree branch. Viho watched open mouth. Ho, oh, eyeballs, he cried, the, the medicine man. Now come, like, now come back where you belong. And quick as lightning, the eyeballs were back where they ought to be. Uncle, said Viho, please give me a little of your power so that I two can do this wonderful trick. To himself, Viho was thinking, then I can set up as a medicine man. Then people will look up to me, especially good-looking girls. Then people will give me many gifts. Why not, said the medicine man. Why not give you a little power to please you? But listen, Viho, don't do this trick more than four times a day or your eyeballs won't come back. I won't, said Viho. Viho could hardly wait to get away and try out this stunning trick. As soon as he was alone, he'd ordered, Eyeballs, hop on that ledge over there. There, jump, jump to it. And the eyeballs did. Viho couldn't see a thing. Quickly, eyeballs, back into your sockets. The eyeballs obeyed. Boy, oh boy, Viho said to himself, what a big man I am. Powerful, really powerful. Soon, he saw another tree. Eyeballs, up into the tree, quick. For a second time, the eyeballs did as they were told. Back into my skull, Viho shouted, snapping his fingers. And once more, the eyeballs jumped back. Viho was enjoying himself, getting used to this marvelous trick. He couldn't stop. Twice more he performed it. Well, that's it for today, he said. 
Later, he came to a big village and wanted to impress the people with his powers. Would you believe it, cousin, he told them. I can make my eyeballs jump out of my head, fly over to that tree, hang themselves from a branch, and come back when I tell them. The people, of course, didn't believe him. They laughed. Behold, angry, grew angry. It's true. It's true, he cried. You stupid people, I can do it. Show us. Show us. Yeah, show show us. The people, said the people. How often I, How often have I done this trick, Viho tried to remember. Four times? No, no, no. The first time was only for practice. It doesn't count. I can still show these dummies something. And he commanded, Eyeballs, hang yourself on that branch over there. The eyeballs did, and a great cry of wonder and astonishment went up. Oh, shit. Whoa, wow. That's crazy. Whoa, look at those eyeballs. There, you lotus. Didn't I tell you? Said Viho. Stuttering around, puffing himself up. After a while, he said, all right, eyeballs come back. But the eyeballs stayed up in the tree. Come back. Come back. You know good eyeballs. Viho cried again and again, but the eyeballs stayed put. Finally, a big fat crow cried, wait, big fat, I lost, big fat crow, lightened on that tree and gobbled them up. Mmm, mmm, good, said the crow. Very tasty. The people laughed at Viho. Ha ha, you ain't got no eye. Ha ha, ha ha. Shook their head and went away. Viho was blind now. He didn't know what to do. He groped through the forest. He stumbled. He ran to trees. He sat down by a stone and cried. He heard a squeaking sound. It was a mouse calling other mouse. Mouse! Little mouse, cried Viho. I am blind. Please leave me one one of your, your eyes so that I can see again. <laughs> My eyes are tiny, answered the mouse. Much too tiny. What good what good would one of them do you? It wouldn't fit. But Viho begged so pitifully that the mouse finally gave him an eye, saying, I guess I can get along with the other one. So Viho had one eye, but it was very small indeed. What he saw was just a tiny speck of light. Still, it was better than nothing. Viho staggered on and met a buffalo. Buffalo brother, he begged. I have to get along with just this one tiny mouse eye. How can a big man like me make do with that? Have pity on me, brother, and lend me one of your big, beautiful eyes. I'm running out of voices, y'all. Uh, what good would one of my eyes do you? Asked the buffalo. It's too much big. It's, wait, okay. It's much too big for your eye, ho. But Viho begged and wept and wh whittled until the buffalo said, Well, all right. I'll let you have one. I can't stand listening to you carry on like that. I guess I can get by with one. And so Viho had his second eye. The buffalo's eye was much too big. It stuck out of the, its socket like a shiny ball boys like to play with. It made everything look twice as big as his own eye did. And since the mouse eye 
saw everything 10 times smaller, Viho got a bad headache. But what could he do? It was better than being blind. It's a bad mess, thought, though, said Viho. Viho went back to his wife and the lodge. His wife looked at him. I believe your eyes are a little mis mismatched, she told him. And he described all that he had, all had happened to him. You know, she said, I think you should stop fooling around trying to impress people with your tricks. I guess so, said Viho. Told by Rachel Strange, Al, and Briny Mount Montana, 1971. Recorded by Richard Eridos. That's the end of that story. That was, it was an unclimactic ending. I thought something else was going to happen. No testicle thing, so I was wrong with that. Um, this also very much reminds me of my dog, because like, why is this wrong with my dog? Why was I reading this and going? Because uh, I call him to come back to me, he doesn't. There's a part of the story where, he, oh, the eye, the eyeballs. Yes, you call him to come back, the eyeballs and come back. You're like, come on. Um, yeah. So that that was that though. Thank you for listening to Reading with Finest. That was an interesting story. Did I learn anything? Pay attention to what people say. Follow directions. Um, don't try to impress people for no reason. If you are, don't practice. Do it on the moment because you don't know how many times you can do that in practice before it runs out, um, especially if you don't pay attention to the directions. All right. Thank you for listening. That's Reading with Finest. Ba-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-doop-